Hello and welcome to this evening's very special edition of The Bench. On Sunday, the sports team had the pleasure of calling the grand finals of the Jersey Flag Cup and the knock-on effect New South Wales Cup at Combank Stadium in Parramatta. Tonight, we bring you the full replay of the knock-on effect New South Wales Cup grand final. Now, before we start the game replay, Shane Evans had the rare opportunity to catch up with the Chief Executive Officer of New South Wales Rugby League, Mr Dave Trodden. Let's have a listen now. Managed to be able to grab an interview with Dave Trodden, the CEO of the New South Wales Rugby League. First of all, David, thank you very much for giving us up your time this morning. We know that you are a very busy man on the major competition's grand final day. First of all, obviously we've had COVID over the last couple of years and this being the first full season back. How have you seen it since obviously COVID started back in 2020? Uh, well, well, it's great just to be able to get to grand final day, isn't it? Because we haven't been able to do that for two years, as you've said. And um, yeah, this season hasn't been without its challenges um, either, um, you know, with a bit of um, uh, wet weather, particularly in regional areas, but also in our Sydney competitions as well. And so, you know, to have a bright sunny day today um, at uh, Parramatta and uh, have a reasonably healthy crowd here already and to be celebrating, um, uh, you know, a completed season of... Um, at footy, it's just a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful celebration of the game in New South Wales and it's great that we're able to, to do that. Definitely is. Speaking of the game we've currently got in progress whilst I'm interviewing you is actually the President's Cup game, which is obviously the Ron Massey Cup grand finalists in the, the Hills Bulls and the Maitland Pickers from the Country Rugby League competition. How important is it to have the Country Rugby League clubs here on major competitions grand final day? Well, it's really important. I mean, one of the things that uh, became um, essential when the, the New South Wales Rugby League uh, merged a couple of years ago with the Country Rugby League uh, was to really emphasise the concept of being one state and to and to put everybody in New South Wales or to give everybody in New South Wales the opportunity um, uh, to play on a big stage and to prove themselves um, against, uh, against all of their counterparts right across the state. And so that's how the President's Cup concept was born. And so what happens in this competition is that the winners of um, the Illawarra competition, the Newcastle competition, the Ron Massey competition in Sydney and the Peter McDonald uh, Western Premiership play off against each other to, to sort of have a, um, a true reflection, I guess, of the semi-professional champions of, um, of New South Wales. And so that's, that's the, the, the basis of the concept. And... Um, it's worked really well and, uh, you know, that, that's a great... We've got a great Maitland side here representing the Newcastle area uh, and an equally good um, Hills team, uh, you know, turning on a pretty good display today. Yeah, definitely have been. Obviously, it's been a long season. What have been some of the highlights for yourself? Oh, well, just getting to the end of the season has been great. Um, participation numbers across our whole state have been really strong. I mean, last year we had 107,000 uh, people playing the game uh, which was the highest number for, for many, many years. And um, and uh, this year we've almost replicated that. Uh, we're maybe 1% down on where we were last year. But in the context of two COVID-interrupted years, in the context of the weather difficulties coming at exactly the wrong time of the year, at the, the start of the year when everybody was registering, that, that's an enormous achievement. And it sort of um, it, it cuts across what some other sports have been experiencing in um, uh, participation numbers. So our, our rugby league's really strong. Um, one of the highlights, of course, continues to be the growth in the women's game, which is sort of growing at 25% per annum. Um, in our rep footy, um, 
whilst we didn't have a whole lot of luck in the men's origin, we won the women's origin for the first time in a couple of years. Um, both of our under-19s teams um, were successful. Um, and, uh, you know, so they've been particular highlights, I think, during the course of the year. Yeah, I have to agree there. Had the opportunity to go and actually watch the under-19s men's and women's play out at Leichhardt and the Harvey Norman, and the Harvey Norman women's and the the New South Wales Sky Blues, as they're now called, down in Canberra on that Friday night to see them perform admirably for the, the Sky Blue colours. Also, us as community as community broadcast partners, we help you out a lot by broadcasting. What else can we do to help enhance the product? Is it calling more games? Is it doing live streaming alongside your live stream unit, which does call games? already what else can we do as community partners to help enhance and well, spread the product well i think just continuing to do what you you currently do is really important for us so we 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 uh, we get sort of misunderstood a little bit in the in the, the nature of our organisation because um, and the most visible part of our organisation is our state of origin team and so everybody judges us typically on success or failure um, of the state of origin team but essentially we're a community organisation so, you know, we're the only rugby league organisation that goes from, uh, you know, the five-year-old or six-year-old boy or girl right the way through to the most elite player in the whole game. We're a little bit different from the Queensland Rugby League in that, in that regard. But as a community organisation, we, we need to have points of connection with our community and we need to have relevance to our community. Otherwise, we're not successful. And so one of the things that, uh, that, that you guys do through, um, through the work that you do with us is to provide one of those points of connection um, you know, to provide a relevance to our community, um, and and that's really important for us. And so, just continuing to do that is a is a, is really one of the essential things for our organisation. I think. Well, that's the one thing that we actually enjoy here at Triple H is being able to come out and call games. It doesn't matter if it's a Sydney Shield game, if it's even the A grade Northern Division Gold game, but we'll we we'll call the games. But what we'll do, Dave, we'll let you go. Thank you very much for giving up some of your time this morning. Very much appreciated. And if anyone else wants to get involved with community broadcasting or with New South Wales Rugby League, for the New South Wales Rugby League part side, please speak to the New South Wales Rugby League media unit if you want to broadcast games or if you want to be on community radio, search out your local media, local community radio station, give them a hoy and just say, I'd like to help call games or just learn to be in community radio. Yeah. But once again, Dave Trodden, thank you very much. And thanks for the opportunity, uh to chat to you today and as I said um, a couple of moments ago, thanks for what you do for our game because it's really important to us and really important to the rugby league community and I think you might be surprised about um, the impact that you have too. Maybe you wouldn't but uh, but you do have a, a big impact for us, um, particularly at this uh, semi-professional level of football which is really important to us. So thank you for doing that. Once again, Dave Trodden, thank you very much and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, Dave, for your ongoing support of Rugby League and, of course, of the Triple H sports team. The replay of the knock-on effect New South Wales Cup Grand Final is coming up next. Don't go away. Do you think the government deserves more of your hard-earned money? If not, make sure you talk to Atlas Chartered Accountants. Atlas Chartered Accountants makes sure the money you earn stays in your pocket through legal tax planning strategies, from finding that last tax deduction to tax-effective business structures for asset protection purposes so you can invest in what really matters, your family and business. Visit their website at ihatetax.com.au. Atlas Chartered Accountants. They are dedicated to you and dedicated station sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM. 
Your local RSL is at the heart of every community and there is none better in the Hornsby Karingai area than the Hornsby RSL. Whether you're planning a major event, dinner with family or friends, or having a quiet night at your local, Hornsby RSL is the place to be. Rediscover what enjoying life is all about with regular weekly events, special entertainment, and some of the best eateries in Sydney, we have you covered for a great night out. As always, drink responsibly. Support the club that supports. Come to Hornsby RSL at 4 High Street, Hornsby or get in touch on 947777 and at hornsbyrsl.com.au. The Hornsby RSL. Proud station sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM. Want to look your sporting best on and off the field? Then make sure you get kitted out with ISC Sport Teamwear. ISC Sport are Australia's leading name in custom sports uniforms with a wide range of sportswear tailored to your team's needs. 100% Australian-owned and fully customisable, ISC Sport cover all four winter codes and cricket, basketball, netball and hockey, as well as training and outerwear, ensuring you look the part when representing your community. As Don Rizzuto would say, look sharp and play pretty with ISC Sport. Visit their website, iscsport.com, for more information. ISC Sport, official clothing partners of Triple H 100.1 FM. Streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au. Looking for a fun night out with family and friends? Then come to the hidden gem in the Hornsby Coringai area, The Attic. Located inside Hornsby RSL, The Attic provides all the fun and excitement you can expect from a bowling and arcade bar in an intimate location that ensures a real gaming experience for everyone. With four 10-pin bowling lanes, Australia's first augmented reality bowling experience and a selection of traditional and custom-built arcade games, The Attic is the place to let your inner child run wild. So make sure you book your next night out at the attic at 4 High Street Hornsby. Call them on 94777777 or book via their website at theattichornsby.com.au. The Attic, part of Hornsby RSL, station sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM. Triple H FM Sport in association with station sponsors Atlas Chartered Accountants, The Post, ISC Sport, Business Plaza and Hornsby RSL brings you grand final action in the knock-on effect New South Wales Cup. Today it's do or die for the Penrith Panthers and the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. The Panthers have shown no mercy to the Bulldogs with very convincing wins on both encounters this year. Can the Bulldogs go the extra mile and return the favour today? It's time for the game everyone loves. Live from Combank Stadium, here is your lead caller, the voice of rugby league on Triple H, Kiwi Mick Rainish. Yes, and welcome to Combank Stadium on a thrilling Sunday afternoon of football with that brilliant Jersey Fleet game just completed. We're going to get straight into the action for the New South Wales Cup Grand Final very shortly with the Penrith Panthers and the Canterbury Bulldogs. Let's have a look at these two teams before they hit the field. Penrith Panthers, pretty much no changes to these starting sides. The Penrith Panthers side at fullback is Isaiah Iongi. Wingers are Christian Crichton and Sania Taruva. Centres are Robert Jennings and Jack Cole. 5'8 is Kurt Falls. Halfback is Sean O'Sullivan. The experienced halfback playing 32 NRL games. Props will be Lindsay Smith and Matt Eisenhoof. Hooker and dummy half, Sony Luke. Second rowers, Preston Rickey and Chris Smith. Locking the scrum will be Jermaine Hopgood, their captain. Their bench, John Fayumu, Eddie Blacker, Liam Henry and Alex Cicino. 
18th man will be Luke Summerton, coached by Peter Wallace. The Canterbury Bulldogs coming from fourth this year, a sensational performance in the finals, winning three knockout games in a row. At fullback will be Credence Toyer. Their wingers, Jaden Ockenburg and Isaac Lumi Lumi. Centres, Paul Alamotti and Declan Casey. 5'8", Caleb Rajab. Halfback and captain, Brandon Wakem, who's been brilliant with his kicking game in the finals. Props, Jaden Tanner and Joshua Stuckey. Their hooker and dummy half will be Ryan Gray. Second rowers, Reese Hoffman and Jackson Topanay. Hooker, uh, sorry, locking the scrum, Harrison Edwards. Their bench, Bailey Hayward, Matt Dory, Curtis Moran and Philip Makatoa. 18th man, Lee Poi Hapoi, their coach, David Tangatatoa. Referee today will be Darian Ferner. Touch judges, Liam Nichols and Nicholas Beeshaw. In goal judges, Paul Eden and Thomas Camborn. And the video referee today, which will be massive in this match, will be Matt Noyan. We'll just have a quick look at how these two teams have made it. Penrith, second on the ladder after the regular season. They defeated uh, Nords 22-14 in week one of the finals. And of course defeated Newtown 28 points to 18 to go through to the grand final. The Canterbury Bulldogs coming from fourth. They defeated, of course, uh, Parramatta in week one of the finals. Backing that up with a good win there over North Sydney. And of course, finishing off with their win last week against Newtown as well. As far as the history with those, these two teams, they've played 16 matches. Penrith have won 11. The Bulldogs, five. They've met twice this year. In April, Penrith 30, the Bulldogs 16. And in July, Penrith 22, the Bulldogs 12. The players taking the field now, of course, the Canterbury Bulldogs in there, mainly white strip with the blue numbers and blue around the arms. Well, as far as the last two times that these two teams actually won the title, pretty recent really, Penrith winning the title in 2017, the Bulldogs winning one year later in 2018, Penrith have won three titles, the Bulldogs have won ten titles in the New South Wales Cup. So that's about a four minute who's who of what's happening leading into this one, as Penrith run out with the Hellsbells ACDC song, very quickly, Matt Mears, a quick tip from you. We're about to start. Well, hello to everybody again. Still coming down off that Jersey Fleet game, but as I said, I don't think you can go past the Penrith Panthers. We've seen what they've been doing as an organisation. The one team that was probably the, the outsiders was that Jersey Fleet team. They were able to get it done in Golden Point extra time. But you just, I think, said it there with all the tail of the tape. They've got the experienced halves. They've got the wood over this Bulldog side. But the only thing, I think, the Brandon wakeham Ockenbore combination we saw last week for the Bulldogs, if they can't stop that, the Panthers, the Bulldogs are going to go very close. But as I said, I think in these big ones, your head, your heart, everything tells you that it's the Panthers' one to lose. Shane Evans on the side, and we'll come down to you shortly. We're about to get started here. Penrith will be running from right to left on your radio dial. As we'll just cross down to the centre now for a moment, silence for Terry Quinn. Terry was a former centre for the Penrith Panthers, who went on to have a distinguished career as a rugby league administrator. He was a chief executive of the Western Australian Rugby League, New South Newcastle Rugby League, and Country Rugby League, and served on the board of the New South Wales Rugby League and the Australian Rugby League. The New South Wales Rugby League extends its deepest condolences to his wife, Deanne, and their many family.
Here we go, so emotional week there, and we're about to get started. This crowd is built dramatically, and we'll have a 3.20 kickoff after that dramatic Jersey flag game. This is it. It's do or die. It's the grand final. Lock yourselves in as Penrith will kick off from right to left on your radio dial. We're underway, and the Bulldogs will take this right on their own try line, and the first hit-up of the day will be from uh, Jaden Tanner, who charges into this Penrith side, and he'll play it 10 metres away from his own line on tackle one. Here they go through the middle and now to Harrison Edwards through the centre of the field. Moving into the sunny part of Combank Stadium as they work it to the left now. Here we go now with big Jaden Tanner again as they move to about 20 metres short of halfway on tackle three. Ryan Gray into dummy half now for the Dogs of War as they go through the middle. Here goes Wakeham. Out the back now to Toya. Oh, great hit over the top there by Jack Cole, the Penrith centre. And they'll play it still about 20 metres short of the halfway line. Here goes Topanay again. Last tackle it is. Darian Ferner puts up the hand. And now Wakeham to clear out of his own half. Penrith put the pressure on. He flicks it back to Toya. Eventually he gets it away. And into the Penrith half of the field. A great territory gain there from the Panthers. And racing back is Iongi. He'll play it 40 metres away from the line on tackle one. Here goes uh, Taruva, the Penrith winger, of course, who's been was in the uh, New South Wales Cup Team of the Year for the competition. They'll play it about 25 metres away. Dummy half is going to be Sony Luke. Works it away now through falls. Now it's going to be a charging run by uh, Robert Jennings, picked up and dumped. He'll play it 25 metres away, right-hand side. Dummy half, Luke again. Here they go through the middle now to Hopgood. Short ball now to Lindsay Smith, another player in the New South Wales Cup team of the year. They're 11 metres away here are the Panthers as they work it to the left. Here goes O'Sullivan looking for a gap. He's a wily old campaigner off to the Dolphins next year in the NRL. Last tackle, five away. Short side play now to Chris Smith. Good defence to Bulldogs. And a changeover. Shane Evans, the atmosphere down there sounds electric. Well, good afternoon, Kiwi. To any listeners that just joined us on Triple H. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. We've probably got about four or 5,000 fans sitting here. Dogs fans have turned up late, obviously, for the New South Wales Cup. Looking forward to this being a great game. But, yeah, absolute atmosphere is still electric from the Jersey flag game. Absolutely. What a game that was, of course. Penrith winning another trophy in the cabinet and golden point against the Knights. Here we go now. Jaden Tanner through the middle, over the top. Four Penrith forwards over the top on him. Ryan Gray into dummy half now. Works it now to Rajab to 5'8 for the Bulldogs. Was that a high shot? Yes, it was, Matt Mears. And a penalty for the Dogs. You can feel the blue and white army has come out here at Combang. Well, they certainly have. Haven't had to make far of a trip from Belmore to get here for this afternoon's game. They need them to make loud noises. They need them to make their presence felt uh, here in this game if they want to get the, let them get the job done for uh, this afternoon, obviously against the much more fancied Panthers. Wakeham, great kick there. Gets the Bulldogs up to the 40-metre line inside Penrith's half. What can they do here? Now they've got some field position up towards the Panthers' line. Absolutely in the right spot of the field now with Harrison Edwards. Now it's going to be grey into dummy half. And, of course, the Dogs defeating Newtown last week. Both these teams beating Newtown to head into this match. Here goes Topanay, another player in the New South Wales Cup team. Of the year. Both these teams stacked with up-and-coming talent and a few veterans. Here goes Wakeham. A kick early in the line. Pretty average uh, decision there as Taruva comes up with it for Penrith. And they'll ruck it away now. Will the Panthers? They work it away now. Their centre and Jack Cole over the top on him is Stuckey and Ryan Gray. He'll play it uh, just out of his own 20-metre line here on tackle two as they work it through the middle. Now it's going to be an angled run here for the Panthers as they reach 20 metres short 
of the halfway line. Great crowd here at Combank Stadium. They work it to the right again. Now it's going to be uh, Jennings through the centre of the field there, of course. Robert Jennings will play it 11 metres short of halfway now on tackle four. Jumps into dummy half. O'Sullivan here maybe for a 40-20 on the angled left boot. Racing back is Lumi Lumi. Great territory gain there for the Panthers. He'll take it right on his own try line. Good tackle around the legs. And eventually he'll play it now about eight metres away from his own line. Uh, Shane Evans, he can feel the tempo starting to rise here. A bit of intensity down there. Yeah, it definitely is here. You can hear both sets of fans are, have made their truck out here. Especially the Penrith fans. You have to remember they're in a real side one last night. So congratulations to making the grand final. They were able to get free entry, if you remember, or you went to that game last night. So thank God there's a lot of people out here at the moment. But these Bulldogs fans, we know that they like to make a lot of noise. And trust me, they're making a lot of noise. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. The Bulldogs, of course. And such important this game for them, setting up for the future, looking to build their club up with Phil Gould, of course, with these teams. Lower down last tackle. Wake him now with the angle kick towards that right-hand corner. Might have too many weepicks. No, it holds up in the field of play. Taken by Iongi now about five metres away from his own line. And eventually he'll play the ball now just out of his own 20-metre line on tackle one. O'Sullivan moves into dummy half. And it's a penalty here, Matt Mears. For holding down in that ruck area, so both teams just feeling each other out in the first five minutes. It's nil as uh, Nathan Cleary, an interest, interested spectator we just saw on the screen up in the grandstand. Well, it's nice to see that the, all the Penrith boys are here uh, supporting their, their uh, reserve team. Um, again, just a, another little penalty here, giving uh, inviting the other team down the field. We saw that in the Jersey Fleet game as well. Maybe just some nerves, as I said, big occasion. As I said, probably they haven't played in front of a crowd this big all season unless they've played uh, on an NRL game day. So there's always going to be that feeling out period. Just get those nerves out of the system, then they'll be ready to play football as Panthers uh, send the ball singing down their uh, left-hand attacking There edge. goes Chris Smith now, picks it up on the 20-meter line. O'Sullivan out of dummy half. He's a key player. He kicks towards the end goal area, a deflection. Toya has it for the Bulldogs, so... Didn't take that deflection. Could have been a better kick, but the Bulldogs shut play down, and they'll play it 18 metres away from their own line. Alamotti, the 18-year-old, who's been a great up-and-comer for the Bulldogs in this final series, playing some great roles in combination with Wakem with that kicking game, scoring a couple of tries, of course. Gray out of dummy half, a nice little run uh, through the centre of the field. He'll play it now about 12 metres short of the halfway line here for the Bulldogs. Wakem into dummy half. Here we go now. Harrison Edwards through the middle of the field, powers it forward. And he'll play it about three metres short of halfway. Gray into dummy half again. Works it now to Wakeham. Out the back now to Topanay. And Topanay past that halfway stripe on the New South Wales Rugby League logo here at Combank. Last tackle it is Alamotti. Works it away now to Wakeham. Bit of a skyscraping bomb this one. Dropping down between a couple of players. Ayongi takes it beautifully on the full. And he sprints away now, Ayongi. He'll play it about 15 metres short of the halfway line. Picking it up out of dummy half now is going to be Taruva. For the Penrith Panthers, who got a key try against Newtown in their win a couple of weeks ago to make the grand final. It's a penalty here. Shane Evans and Penrith will have some good attacking ball now very shortly. Penalty for inside the 10 there at the moment. We obviously know that the Bulldogs' motto is pressure, pressure, pressure. And just at the moment, I think they're just being a little bit overexcited. Obviously, they want to try and nullify this Penrith attack, being the minor premiers and all of that. They don't want them scoring first. So they're 30 metres away here, centre of the field on tackle one. They work it again to O'Sullivan. He goes inside this time as 
Penrith work it towards the 20 metre line on attack. They work it to left. Sony Luke out of dummy half now with those blue fluorescent boots. He flicks it out the back. Here goes Hopgood, the captain. Away now to Lindsay Smith, their prop. Lindsay Smith trying to bust through them. He'll play it now five metres away from the try line. Dummy half Luke again. Works it now to O'Sullivan. Right in front of our commentary area. Taruga to the corner. It's a try for the Penrith sensation on the wing. And he jumps to the crowd. The old Penrith style having their party in the huddle after they score. What a ball by O'Sullivan. And with eight minutes gone, Matt Mears, Penrith four, Canterbury nil. Wow, what a, what a play there by the Panthers. It was a great bit of vision there from O'Sullivan. And then to get that pass over the head of Jaden Hockenborg, the man's, the man's putting almost Andre the Giant size out there on that uh, right-hand wing. You're just watching that ball go across. Ockenball was at full stretch. It still somehow got over his head into the hands of the winger. And then that wasn't the last bit he had to do. He had to tippy-toe that sideline. And boy, did he did that, do that to perfection. The centre there for the, for the Bulldogs uh, in Declan Casey coming across, trying desperately to keep him... Um, from getting across the line, trying to push him over the sideline. But unfortunately for the Bulldogs, they've let first points in here for the Panthers. As I said, that's how the Panthers would have wanted to be seeing it to go. Unfortunately for the Bulldogs, just giving away a couple of those penalties early doors that have invited the Panthers up towards uh, their own try line. And again, a great bit of vision there from O'Sullivan. As you said, off to the Dolphins next week. Wayne Bennett might be somewhere watching this game or maybe even listening to Triple H if you're listening, yeah. Wayne. Good afternoon, we say hello. Wayne, if you are. If probably is, not. But. Probably not, but if he is saying hello. <laughs> but uh, now we'll go across to you, Kiwi Mick, for the kick. Here goes Kurt Falls. We'll come down to you, Shane Evans, very shortly. That try right in front of you. So from the sideline now, he's 24 metres back and a metre in from the left-hand touch. Take a bit of a breath here for the conversion. Penrith, the favourites coming into this one. He runs it and strikes it with the right boot. And it's away to the left. So 10 minutes gone, Penrith 4, Bulldogs 0. Shane Evans down on the sideline. Yeah, unfortunately for Jade Nockenbaugh, he decided to come in. He, was, he didn't trust his centre three-quarter, so he's pushed in a couple of metres and the rainbow ball was able to get on the outside. But Taruva... We've seen some good ones in the NRL, obviously Sione Katoa and Mulatalo with the Sharks. That's just as good to only have about a foot and a half to work with, get the step off the left foot and come back infield slightly to get that ball in. But yeah, 4-0 and good to see you got the West Tigers fans sitting here calling up the old lolly legs to Kurt Falls who may take some credit because they didn't get tackled, but we can see the Pen have got the ball back about 30 metres out. Here they go now, Penrith making some good ground now with uh, Christian Crichton, who's a veteran of this New South Wales Cup team, playing about five seasons with these boys. So past the halfway stripe, they are on tackle three. Here they go through the middle again. It's going to be Lindsay Smith gets to about 35 metres away here at Combank Stadium with a great crowd here at Parramatta, of course, who are off to the grand final next Sunday. So what a week coming up in this district as they reach 20 metres away from the try line here. Do the Panthers, who will be opposing them next Sunday in the NRL. Last tackle it is. They work it to the right. Here goes O'Sullivan. Out the back now to Fools. They chip and chase now to Crichton. Crichton, has he knocked it on there? Lumi Lumi has it for the Dogs. And the referee says a knock on it. Should be a change over there, Matt Mears. But um, we can see the class of Penrith. Their completion rates are so good. And they're on top early. 
They certainly are. They know that they've got the playbook. They see how their NRL side do it. They train. They get coached by the same people. They just, uh, if it's if they've got the top playbook there, why would they not use it in this grade as well? Uh, they just be able to take the intensity out of the game, not panic on those final uh, tackles, and. Uh, make the opposition have to work absolutely hardest uh, as they give away a penalty here uncharacteristically to uh, let the Bulldogs uh, get some uh, field position down the field. Yeah, Jaden Tanner with the hit up up inside the 10. So the Bulldogs will be patient here. They've had three good tight games in the finals, of course, beating North 22 points to 10 a couple of weeks ago and Newtown 28-26 last week at Leichhardt Oval as they work it away now. The Bulldogs pass the halfway stripe on attack. Again, it's going to be Jaden Tanner running hard and straight. He'll play it now 40 metres away, just to the right of centre. They work it in to Wakeham. Out the back now to Rajab. Here we go now to Toya, the fullback here for the Bulldogs. Good defence over the top by Preston Reiki here for the Panthers, and he'll play it now about 35 metres away. Ray into dummy half again. Works it now to Stuckey through the centre who just uh, straightens things up here for the Bulldogs. He'll play it now 30 metres away, just grinding the metres out here are the Bulldogs. They work it now to Harrison Edwards. He'll run up the line now to Wakeham. Out of the back, Topanay. Topanay's through. Can he find his support? He had four men there in support and got tackled. What a tackle by Iongi. 10 metres away, Wakeham. He'll chip towards the he dummies. Works it to Gray. He goes for Rajab as they spin it to the left-hand side, the Bulldogs. Penrith shut them down. Last tackle, they're five metres away. Ray into dummy half again. Works it now to Wakeham. Wakeham will chip towards that right-hand corner. They trace through. Here goes Ockenberg. Ockenberg's going to score. He's an absolute machine in the finals this year. And is the height again to beat Taruva. He is in great form. Ockenberg, a double last week as well. And the Dogs are back. It's Penrith for the Bulldogs four with a kick to come. 13 minutes gone. Matt Mears. Well, we said in the in the pre-show before we kicked off that if there was going to be a hope for the Bulldogs, it was this kicking combination with uh, with with Jaden Ockenbor out on this right hand wing. We saw him last week at Leichhardt Oval, just being able to absolutely dominate over who has ever put in front of him there, just using his height, using his bulk to make sure he was the one up there to be able to score. And it was just what the doctor ordered here for the Bulldogs, Mick, that they needed to hit back. As soon as Penrith got over, they needed to be the next one to score. And you can hear the Bulldogs fans just having a scan around. Even though Shane Evans did mention that there was free entry for the Panthers fans, there is a lot of blue and white throughout this Combank Stadium at the moment. Um, as I said, they almost need to be their 14th man here now to get them over the line. And boy, was there some scenes there when Ockenbaugh was able to grab that ball out of thin air and get it across. So Wakeham to take the kick. We'll come down to you very shortly again. Shane, this shaping up as a, a good contest again. The Bulldogs know their strengths. And Wakeham here is about six metres in from the right-hand touch and 24 metres back on our commentary side here at Combank Stadium. He runs it and strikes it now. And it's through. So the Dogs are ahead here in the New South Wales Cup Grand Final. 15 minutes gone. The Bulldogs 6, Penrith 4 down on the sideline. Shane Evans. Yeah, as you said, Kiwi, the, the Wakeham to Ockenball plan has to be their main key today. Earlier on, obviously, early in the Jersey Fleet game, the Bulldogs players walked past, had a quiet chat to Jaden. I'm six foot four. The top of my head only reaches his shoulder. So he's around 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, he's a big boy and to be honest, if that's not the plan you go into every second attempt for a try, 
then you shouldn't be playing for this Bulldogs side. So here go the Bulldogs working it away now with Joshua Stuckey again from the back fence. He'll play it now about 15 metres away from his own line on tackle one. Gray in the dummy half now to Edwards through the centre again. Oh, a half a break there over the top. Chris Smith, who's actually played 30 games for the Bulldogs playing for Penrith today, and that's in the NRL as well. So, of course, playing for the Panthers the last of a couple of years as the Dogs work it to about 11 metres short of halfway. Gray works it away now to Edwards. Out the back now to Wakeham. Here goes Toya. Here goes Alamotti. Now to Ockenburg. Ockenburg here on past the halfway stripe. And he'll play it now 40 metres away from the try line. Dummy half Alamotti again. Works it away now to Wakeham. Here we go now to uh, Josh Stuckey here for the Bulldogs. Eventually they wrap him up and he'll play it now about 38 metres away. Last tackle, Ferner puts up the hand. They work it to the short side now with Wakeham. And again, he'll put up the bomb. Iongi under this one for Penrith. Racing down his top and A on him. He slips over. And eventually he'll play it about 14 metres away from his own line. Matt Mears. Yeah, again, uh, Wakeham putting up that bomb. I thought he would have gone further away towards that wing and let Ockenbohr have a chance with it. But maybe they're just waiting until they get in that try-scoring position. Not go to your trump card too much, which might be a smart play for here for the Bulldogs. But you just think now the arm wrestle will begin. Bulldogs have got that two-point lead. Um, both teams will just want, want to make a mistake and invite the other team to be the next to score. So I think the next 10 minutes or so could be a big arm wrestle between these two sides. Here goes Jermaine Hopgood, the captain for Penrith. have made it to about 45 metres away on the last tackle. Here goes Falls now with a, a towering kick to the uh, right-hand corner. Lumi, Lumi under this one with the sun in the eyes, takes it 10 metres away from his own line. And he races back into this Penrith side. He'll play it now about 13 metres away from his own line on tackle one. Rajav into dummy half again. Works it away now to uh, Declan Casey. Pretty much his first touch of the day for the centre. And he'll play it 15 metres away from his own line. Waken works it now to Alamotti again. The 18-year-old who's definitely got a big future in the game of rugby league. And he'll play it now about 22 metres short of halfway. Here we go now to Curtis Moran. A big shot over the top on him by Chris Smith, the Penrith's second rower. And they work it now to Wakeham. He'll kick early in the tackle count. Straight down the ground, Iongi takes it, 20 metres short of halfway. Again, Penrith win the territory battle, and he'll play it now on the halfway strike. O'Sullivan just takes his time to get into dummy half. Here we go now to Taruva, the Penrith winger, who of course got the first try of the day. He'll play it 40 metres away from the try line. Uh, Sony Luke works it away through the centre now to uh, Robert Jennings this time. Was there a knock on there? Referee says it was all good, so they'll play it about 38 metres away. Here they go through the middle now. The Panthers now with Eisenhuth, their big prop forward. Straight into Tanner and Stucky over the top on him. They'll play it 30 metres away from the try line now. Will the Penrith Panthers as they go through the middle now with Hopgood. Out the back now to O'Sullivan. Now it's going to be Chris Smith. Last tackle, they're 20 metres away on attack. Luke dummy half. He dummies to the left, goes to the right, chips to the end goal. They chase it through and they score. Falls has scored right near the post for the Panthers. And the referee's going to point to the spot. So an entertaining match here, 19 minutes gone, Penrith 8, the Bulldogs 6. Well that was against the run of play, was it? You thought the Bulldogs were looking good after scoring that try. They were uh, waking their way back into, the, into this game with the big Bulldogs army behind them. But just shows you how good this Penrith side is. When even they get a Smith, it didn't ha a sniff, they can get points here, but it didn't even have to go to one of their... Their half players. It went to Sonny Luke. He ran from dummy half. He had that vision to see that the fullback was out of position. And Kurt Falls, boy, did he time that run to perfection to come through. 
Credence Toya tried to come across for the Bulldogs, the fullback. He realised he was out of position, but it was just a bit of a bridge too far. And Panthers next to score here again. The Bulldogs, hopefully they won't let that get to them. As I said, it was a great piece of work there by, between Luke and by uh, and Kurt Falls. But uh, they need to be, I think, the next ones here to score again, the Bulldogs. So here goes Kurt Falls. He's 0 from 1. He's 2 metres to the left of the posts and 11 metres back. Great crowd here at Combank Stadium. The Penrith flags and the grandstand behind him. As he gets ready to line this one up with the right boot. Not a problem at all. So bang on 20 minutes gone here. Penrith 10 to Bulldogs 6. Shane Evans down on the sideline. All I can say is that was a great kick there from Sonny Luke. He got through. There was no A defender, just the B marker. Got past the B marker and had a nice little gap there. Put it through. Unfortunately, as Matt said, Prince Toya did try to make a, a pick up on the ball, but the ball slightly deflected away from him. Picked up there by Kurt Falls and gets the try there. I tell you the one lot of people that actually are enjoying this game so far, it's the Norse Devils. You have to remember, NRL State Championship is next week. The Norse Devils won their title yesterday against Redcliffe. Congratulations to them. So they'll be sitting here watching the feed on the New South Wales Rugby League Facebook page. So, yeah, they'll be the most interested people in this whole game. They certainly will. Of course, that'll be on grand final day next Sunday with the uh, NRL. And it's going to be Christmas this time as the Bulldogs rush up and make their tackles on the Panthers. Here goes Luke out of dummy half. And they'll straighten things up again this time with Lindsay Smith. They'll play it now about 15 metres short of halfway. Here we go now to Hopgood, their captain, of course. And he is the leading offloader in the comp. He does another one. Here goes Iongi this time. The past the halfway stripe on the last tackle are the Panthers. Luke moves into dummy half again. Works it now to O'Sullivan. And in fact, it's Falls. This time with the right boot bomb. Under this one, Lumi Lumi races back, takes it beautifully on the full, 10 metres away from his own line. And eventually he'll get up, play it now about 15 metres away from his own line. Here goes Ockenburg now, coming in, taking some pressure off the forwards. He'll make it to his own 20 metre line on tackle two here. Uh, dummy half is grey here for the Bulldogs. Goes for a bit of a scheming run this time himself. And eventually he'll make about 15 yards here as Casey moves in a dummy half here for the Dogs as they work it to the right. Here we go now to Morin. Morin just charges at them. He's been great in the final series as well with his heart, his uh, full-hearted runs, of course. And they're five metres short of halfway. Here we go now to Jaden Tanner. And he's past the halfway stripe. Here is a little bit of an arm wrestle here in the last couple of sets. Last tackle it is. They work it away again to Wakeham. So Wakeham now runs the line, eventually kicks towards that right-hand corner. Under this one is Taruva, the Penrith winger, takes it 10 metres away from his own line. Runs back into the Matt Mears and plays it now on his own 20 metre. Yeah, again, this, but going back to this arm wrestle here, the Panthers know if they can get up towards that Bulldogs line that they, they're looking good to put points on, but they don't need to panic just yet. If they, can, if they can only just take the five, get to a good kick, they're happy with that. The Bulldogs, though, they're just look, looking to put that ball up. Ockenbohr, obviously, is their main target. He didn't quite run through that one as I was expecting him to do, as uh, the Panthers now make an unexpected mistake. Yeah, Eisenhut there as they worked it out of their own half, making the mistake right near the halfway line. Interesting stuff. The Bulldogs will get the footy back. Let's take stock. 23 minutes gone here. Penrith 10, the Bulldogs 6. Shane Evans down on the sideline. What's the feeling like down there now? To be honest, Kiwi, it's got a little bit quiet. Obviously, with Penrith scoring there, their fans are up and about. Some of them are still celebrating the Jersey flag win, but the Bulldogs fans, they're not stressed. They're just sitting there a little bit quiet, having a bit of chats to themselves. 
but to be honest, from listening, look, being close to the Bulldogs bench, they're still up and about. They know they're in this game. They've just got to, like you said, play smart. Just do the simple things right, get to the end of the sets, and then they'll put points on. We all know that's the case. Definitely early days in this match. In the first half, of course, Penrith up by four. Here we go now to Wakeham. Out the back now to Rajab. Wide ball now to Toya. Oh, great defence by Penrith there with Jennings. Really got up and crunched the fullback, the centre for the Panthers as they work it now to Rajab. And in the right half of the field here are the Bulldogs. They've played about 40 metres away here, left-hand side. Gray moves into dummy half again. Here they go through the middle now to again to Mora. Now the back now to Wakeham. Here we go to Topane. Wide ball, Alamotti flicks it out the back. Ockenburg takes it, and it's a knock-on there. So good defence there. Matt Mears just smothering the Bulldogs there, and Perrineth will have the ball now in some pretty good territory. Yeah, just trying a few things there, the Bulldogs. They know if they can get outside their men that they've got that big bulk of Ockenburg that'll be hard to stop, but... Maybe just pushing one too many passes there. Just go for that tricky dicky. But the Penrith Panthers' hand was there. Maybe a bit unlucky there, the Bulldogs, to uh, to lose the ball in that one and didn't get the ball back. But as I said, sometimes you just need the rub of the green on those calls. Penrith, as we saw in the Jersey flag game, they got him there. Maybe it's up to them that, that they're going to get it here again. But uh, they're now already over the halfway line going on the attack. Here goes Preston Reiki now. So Penrith, a bit of an energy surge here. They're 33 metres away. Such a dangerous team, such a strong club in the last few years. Eisenhuth now will play it 25 metres away on tackle three. Luke into dummy half again. They work it now to uh, O'Sullivan. Nice short ball here to Riki, trying to offload with the big right arm, and eventually he'll play it now about nine metres away. Right-hand side, Luke into dummy half. He works a short side play, and Falls has put that one down. The Bulldogs come up with it. Shane Evans, really pretty soft mistake there by Penrith. It definitely is there by the Panthers. Just a couple of interchanges happened just in that last set. Coming on for Penrith is Eddie Blacker. Going off is Lindsay Smith. And for the Bulldogs in 17, Philip Makatoa has gone on. And Jaden Tanner has come off. So both starting forwards for the Bulldogs having their break at the moment. Here goes Harrison Edwards now. And he'll play it about 14 metres short of the halfway line. Centre of the field here at Combank Stadium. Hope you're enjoying the coverage here on Triple H. Speaking of that man, it's Makatoa now who uh, rumbles it through the middle. Of course, a big body through the centre of the field here for the Dogs. Here we go now to Moran. Out the back now to Wakeham. Here goes Toya. Toya now past that halfway stripe and eventually he'll play the ball on the last. Top and A dummy half again. Works it to Wakeham who will reverse it back. It's a deflection off a of Penrith hand here. And was that a knock-on by Chris Smith? I think it was Matt Mears. Bit of a messy one. It was a deflection there. It can cause some problems because your defence can be a bit unsettled. The Bulldogs will have the footy. Well, they didn't quite know, and the ball was sort of twisting around in a different way. It didn't go as high as we are expecting from Wakeham. He's been putting up some absolute skyscrapers there, the number seven for the Bulldogs. But it just came down funny. It was because it took that deflection, it was spinning the opposite way. So it bounced back towards the Bulldogs. The Panthers weren't set for that, and now the Bulldogs here, they'll have the scrum 30 metres out. They go on the attack. Here goes Wakeham now, a bit of a set play now to Rajab, who'll take the line on. He'll play it now 22 metres away. Bulldogs in a good attacking position here in Com at Combank Stadium, of course, here in the Parramatta District. Gray at a dummy half play almost in slow motion there, and eventually over the top on him was Eisenhoof. He'll play it about 15 metres away from the try line. Wakeham dummy half again. Works it now to Rajab. Rajab out the back now. A nice short ball there to his second rower and Hoffman, who played the ball now. And Rajab out of dummy half. Rajab to the line. 
Penrith will nail him though with some aggressive defence. He'll play it now a metre away from the try line. Grey dummy half works it now to Wakeham. Here we go now to Moran. Out the back now to Topanay. They've been good out this side. Alamotti to Ockenberg. There's four Penrith defenders on him. He'll do a great job to score. And he's got to be careful here because he might even lose it. So Penrith smothering defence. 20 metre restart, Matt Mears. That's good finals defence in a grand final, isn't it? Oh, the Panthers have been sublime in their defence, particularly when you've got to defend someone like Jaden Nockenbaugh. He was trying to get that ball free. He knew that with that, with so many defenders on top of him, that if he could get the ball away, then maybe one of his uh, teammates would be there to scoop up the ball. Unfortunately for him, it went forward when he was already over the end goal, giving away that seven tackle set. So it was win-win there from the Panthers. Good defence has turned into a great attacking opportunity. So the Panthers at the halfway stripe. They work it out the back this time with a half a break and a nice inside ball now as the Panthers charge forward. And with the ball there was Liam Henry. 30 metres away on attack. They go now to O'Sullivan. A nice wide ball. Here goes Jennings now two on two. He flicks it out the back now to Crichton. Over the top, Lumi Lumi on him. Christian Crichton, of course, uh, one of the uh, famous juniors coming through here with Stephen Crichton at Penrith. Such a strong club for juniors O'Sullivan. Out the back now to Hopgood. And Penrith will play it now. Seven metres away. Last tackle right in the centre of the field here. Or midfield at Combank Stadium. They work it to the left. Here we go now to O'Sullivan. A wide ball here to Cole. Good defence to Doggies. They're cancelling each other out here at the moment. Shane Evans. Let's have a look now. 11 minutes till half time. Penrith 10, Bulldogs 6. Yeah, just a bit of miscommunication there between the Penrith Panthers. Having four in attack and three in the defence of the Bulldogs. But unfortunately, miscommunication means they just run into the back of each other. End up being a possible obstruction, but because it's last tackle, referee Darian Furness decided just to call it a handover at the moment, to be honest. I think the Bulldogs are actually causing more pressure on Penrith than Penrith are on the Dogs. So here they go now, approaching the halfway line as the Bulldogs chant goes up here at Combank Stadium. They work it away this time to... Uh, Declan Casey, they're about 10 metres short of halfway. Here goes Big Makatoa trying to lift the troops and busting away from a couple. Last tackle there, 45 metres away. Gray now under dummy half. Here we go now to Wakeham again. He'll kick towards that right-hand corner. Under this one is going to be Taruva. Takes it on the full, 15 metres away from his own line. He'll bring it centre field now and play it with Topani over the top on him on tackle one. Here goes O'Sullivan under dummy half. Now it's going to be Iongi, the uh, Penrith fullback, of course. He'll make some... A good 15 yards there again. It's going to be O'Sullivan dummy half as they work it to the right. Here we go now. Jennings, bit of an overlap here. Out wide now to Crichton. Good defence though by Casey running across. They'll play it five metres short of the halfway line now. Will the Penrith side as they go through the middle now with, of course, Robert Jennings this time. Past the halfway stripe and he'll play it now. And they work it to the uh, left. Here we go now out the back to O'Sullivan. He'll kick early in the tackle count across field. Toya racing back here, the Bulldogs fullback. He'll take it 10 metres away from his own line. O'Sullivan with a great kick and chase there. He'll nail the fullback as they work it away out of the dummy half position now to Alamotti. And again, Penrith get four defenders on him, trying to do what they do in the NRL, just get them down and bash them and make them kick it in bad field position. Here goes Lumi Lumi now as he tries to ruck it away with a strong run getting outside his own 20 metres. And Gray into dummy half again. Here goes Ockenburn now. Uh, just trying to step through the middle. So Bulldogs have run, done pretty good in this set in the end as they'll reach about 13 metres short of the halfway line, of course, on tackle four. Gray into dummy half now. He works it uh, out of dummy half. He'll kick, in fact, and Iongi racing back here, the Penrith fullback. 
and eventually he'll pick it up right on his own try line. He'll race back into them now, the Penrith fullback, and eventually he'll play it now, Matt Mears, on his own 20 metre. Yeah, the arm wrestle back here again between both sides. As Shane Evans said, the, the Bulldogs are looking uh, like they're holding their own against this Panthers side. They'll know that they're the underdogs in this one, and some teams like playing that sort of football. I think the Bulldogs would be one of those teams. They can just keep all the pressure to the Panthers. They're the ones that are expected to run away with this game. They can keep this sort of four points uh, behind as they are now with eight minutes to go in this first half or even be the only ones to score and go to the, 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 the half-prime break with the lead. They'll think that they're on for this second half. It's a very interesting game, this. The arm wrestle is certainly on between these both these sides. Definitely a chess match as they reach the last. About 40 metres away, they'll put up the bomb again. Lumi, Lumi! Oh! And he's absolutely smashed and he's hung on to the ball. Lumi Lumi's away here on the left-hand side here at Combank Stadium. He's tripped over. A sniper's got him. A sniper's got him. It's all <laughs> happening here at Combank Stadium. The invisible man has tackled oh, Lumi Lumi. And, uh, well, what do you say as they rumble through the middle now to the Bulldogs? This time it's going to be Matt Dory on the field. I'll tell you what, if he kept his footing there, he could have gone all the way for the Dogs as they work it now to Edwards. Edwards out the back here again for Moran past the halfway stripe. Real sort of good game building here, isn't it? Both teams are not giving each other much after a few early tries, and it's six to go. And Gray takes his time now to Wakeham. Wakeham steps through the middle here, and eventually he's um, about 35 metres away from the line. A penalty as well for the Bulldogs. So the Dogs have done well here to go fight fire with fire. Um, Shane Evans with this Penrith side. They're in for a game. Seven minutes till half-time, Penrith 10, Bulldogs 6. I'm going to warn you now, because this next comment of mine is going to be pretty bad. But that, it's a pretty, pretty low dog act. What's just happened then with that Penrith Panthers player? As we can see, he's been put on report after the, after the dummy half has passed the ball. He's been tipped on his head, luckily landing first point shoulder and lower back. To be surprised, if that was any other referee other than Darren Ferner, you would be seeing one finger pointed towards the change rooms where Darren Ferner is giving him the benefit of the doubt which I think, to be honest, is probably the best thing at grand, for a grand final. You don't want to be disadvantaging your side, but it didn't look good. Been placed on report. If Penrith play next weekend, he's not playing. That was Liam Henry who uh, made the discretion there as they work at their 30 metres away. McIntyre again trying to inspire them. And they'll play it now about 22 metres away on attack. Here goes the Dogs' chance to hit back and maybe even hit the lead as we close in towards half-time. Here goes Moran. He'll reach the 20-meter line on attack as the Bulldogs chant goes up again here at Parramatta Stadium. Gray into dummy half again. Works it now to Rajab. Playing at the line to Toya. Here goes Casey. Oh, Jennings got him again. Center battle out there is a good one. They're 15 meters away on attack as Lumi Lumi moves into dummy half now. He spins it away now to Rajab. Here we go now to Gray. A nice little inside ball here to Edwards. Penrith again getting numbers in the tackle though. As the Bulldogs just um, slow, they play the balls down a bit. Here's Penrith, that experience in defence, of course. Here we go now to Moran. Out the back now to Wakeham. A nice inside ball to Toya. Great tackle around the legs. Last tackle, nine metres away. Short side play, Wakeham. Chips towards the end goal area. Great stuff by Penrith. That was Jack Cole, Matt Mears, and they hold them out again as Taruva makes the run this time. Yeah, good body on the line there. He knew that if the ball got into that end goal, there was the every chance of a repeat set. He had to stop that from happening. He came out of nowhere almost to, to crash tackle over that ball. 
make sure that Penrith were at least tacking, uh, not having to hand that ball over and get back on the attack. Uh, it's been good arm wrestle again here so far. But as you said, Kiwi Mink, this that chess game going on so far. It'll be interesting to see who leads their pawn next. Here goes Cole now. Out the back to Taruva here with a bit of room on the left-hand side. Round the legs, top and eight. 30 metres away, they are Penrith on the last. They play the ball now to Cole. And Cole will spin it away now to Chris Smith, who moves it to O'Sullivan. Left footer this time. Again to Lumi. Lumi targeting him. Lumi, Lumi again drops it. Falls, flicks it out the back. They go now to Crichton. It's got to be six to go here for the Panthers. And eventually he'll play the ball now. Here's their chance to extend the lead. Busting out of the tackle now is going to be Blacker. Blacker to the corner. He might get thrown out, flicks it inside. Touchy doesn't put up the flag. Now he does. What defence by the Bulldogs. Their fans are up in the grandstand. That was sensational. Penrith had them on the ropes there. But somehow, Shane Evans, they hold them out. But I tell you what, Blacker... A little bit of a greedy play, I thought, just running to the corner himself. What were your thoughts down there? Mate, I could not disagree at all. Eddie Blacker, all you need to do is, okay, make a couple of steps towards that, that far touch line where you've got your both your halves in Falls and O'Sullivan saying, pass the ball back inside. They're blowing up at him at the moment. The, the orange shirt trainer for the Bulldogs has just done a, a quick on-field assessment for Creedence Toy after making that superb tackle he's been given the the all good at the moment but we talk about the dogs of war these dogs are in for a fight all he needed to do was just take the tackle they still yeah. had three or four tackles there on the bulldogs line yeah he should be getting an absolute uh, bollocking for that yeah they really blew a chance there and this could be a real close one it's all gonna matter in the end as it's matt dory this time so they're about 13 short of halfway here again it's going to be moran who only knows one way over the top on him, Liam Henry made that interesting tackle about three minutes ago. Here again, it's going to be uh, Makatoa. Here goes Wakeham. A bit of a messy pass. Coming up with a Cole. He's away 30 metres to go, 20 minutes to go. Forget about it. The Panthers are over. They made the Bulldogs pay. That could be a key try in this match. Referee Ferner races back and points to the spot. The ball hits the ground with a messy pass. And Cole sprints 40 metres on the intercept play. Three minutes till half-time, Penrith 14, the Dogs 6, Matt Mears. That could be a big play here. That's the last thing that the Bulldogs needed. Just a messy play. They've been so good for 37 minutes of this game. Then just that little bit of a messy pass out the back. Did it need to be thrown? Probably not. He could have just taken the tackle here. But as I said, he tried to get the, to be a bit too tricky out the back there. The ball just stood up there for the, the centre in Jack Cole. And... With, with the fullback up in the line, everybody on the attack, nobody was in front of him. And now you see the Bulldogs players are in the huddle there. They know they've got a job to do to come back. But as I said, everything that's been coming the Panthers' way, yes, except for what Eddie Blacker's attempt a couple of minutes ago. But everything else seems to be coming up roses here for the Panthers. Again, when they're getting that attacking opportunity, they've turned it into points. And here... They're going to have a nice little lead, you would think, going into halftime. So here goes Kurt Fulls then. He's two metres to the left of the post and 12 metres back. It's just two minutes pretty much till halftime. Still got a big contest on here. The Dogs have got so much spirit coming from fourth. They'll back themselves. Had many famous comebacks over the years in the NRL, of course, back in the 90s especially. And now it's going to be straight over the middle. So Penrith 16, the Bulldogs 6 down on the sideline, Shane Evans. Yeah, it's just unfortunate there for the Bulldogs because 
as we've just been watching the replay there, there was a nice there's a nice unders line there by the centre three quarter. Unfortunately, the Penrith player has just tapped the arm, so it's obviously just thrown the ball just slightly off skew, which then allowed Jack Cole to pick it up and run 40 metres untouched out to the try line at the moment. But the Bulldogs can Bulldogs are still in this. They just need to be smart for the next. 41 and a bit minutes here and try and get some points on before halftime. So Penrith winded up from the back fence now with a, a strong run there by Liam Henry. Gets out his own, outside of his own 20 metre zone there on tackle one. So we've got just over a minute here. I wonder what Penrith will do. Will they try and keep the kettle boiling here when the players are tired at the end of a half? Or will they just sort of play out the set? The referee says play it on the correct spot. Imperial Leather on grand final day. We cover it all here on Triple H. And um, it was meant to be funny, that one. Here goes Chris <laughs> Smith now. He'll play it off. You're a very funny man, Mick. Okay, I'm trying to be serious today. Here we go to O'Sullivan. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, they'll play it just over the halfway line. They flick it inside. Here goes Sony Luke. Out the back now to Eisenhoof. Flicks him out. In fact, it's Hopgood away to Luke again. Here goes Iongi. Trying to find his support. Alamotti over the top. And eventually they'll play it now. 28 metres away. 20 seconds to go to half time. Penrith up by 10. Luke out of dummy half again, making a bit of a scurrying run. Inside ball again now to Hopgood, trying to find his support. The leading offloader in the comp, last tackle. Can Penrith get another try? Nope, O'Sullivan for the field goal with the left boot. And he's nailed it. That is great play. And that'll bring us in towards half time here. And Penrith, such a good team, aren't they? Let's have a look at the tail of the tape before we all take a breath here. Penrith 17, the Bulldogs 6 at half-time. Penrith 17 points today. Tries by Sunia Tariva in the 8th minute. Kurt Falls in the 19th minute. Jack Cole in the 37th minute. Kurt Falls 2 from 3 with the goal kicking. Sean O'Sullivan a field goal in the 40th minute. Canterbury Bulldogs 6. Jaden Ockenburn try in the 13th. Brandon Wakem 1 from 1 repeating at half-time. The Penrith Panthers 17. The Canterbury Bulldogs 6 here in the New South Wales Cup Grand Final. Scrum stats and penalties. Dom Rizzuto. Thanks, Kiri Mick. Yes, um, to add to those little bits of stats, the assisters there in those tries, O'Sullivan and Sonny Luke, um, for the first two for the Panthers, assists on the Bulldog side was Brandon Wakem. O'Sullivan is one from two, Falls is one from one, and then Brandon Wakem was one from one at two. O'Sullivan obviously putting over that field goal. Um, scrums, there's been none. No, no scrums yeah. uh, in that one, uh, interestingly enough. All the errors have come pretty much at the end of sets or have come or have been pounced on and the players continued. Um, uh, sets for the, the, the Panthers um, and the Bulldogs pretty even. The uh, Panthers running away with 18 sets and completing uh, 13 of them, whilst the uh, Bulldogs have completed, uh, have had 19 sets, have only completed uh, 11, but they have had more penalties, um, three penalties to two in favour of the Bulldogs. There we go. Matt Mears, your thoughts before we go to a quick break at half-time? Yeah, it's been one of those games, is the 37-minute mark, you'd give it almost a, you'd give it a 50-50 there. No one really had the advantage, but they said that small error there by the Bulldogs, letting the Panthers get across, and then getting that field goal over as well, just to rub salt in the, into the wound there of the Bulldogs. Yes, it's an 11-point lead, but it meant that the Bulldogs couldn't have a few seconds there to try and put points on a good play there by O'Sullivan. But I don't think the Dogs are out of it by any means. They do need to be the first ones to come and score points in the second half if they want to stay in it. But 
you look at the crowd here, you hear the noise that these Bulldogs fans are making when they've got on the attack and, and they're on in their in the opposition end zone. They need to feed off that. They need to rise to the occasion. But the Panthers, they've just been clinical. That's what you expect from the Panthers. But it's it's I think it is the Panthers game to lose. The Bulldogs can come back, but it's gonna have to take an eleven out of ten performance. They need that wake and mock and ball. We've already seen them come together once. We see need to see more than that. But if this game just goes and continues in this arm wrestle in this chest match, it's just the Panthers game uh, all day of the week. Half-time here, Penrith 17, the Bulldogs 6. We'll be back very shortly on Triple H for all the second half action. Do you think the government deserves more of your hard-earned money? If not, make sure you talk to Atlas Chartered Accountants. Atlas Chartered Accountants makes sure the money you earn stays in your pocket through legal tax planning strategies, from finding that last tax deduction to tax-effective business structures for asset protection purposes so you can invest in what really matters, your family and business. Visit their website at ihatetax.com.au. Atlas Chartered Accountants. They are dedicated to you and dedicated station sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM. Your local RSL is at the heart of every community and there is none better in the hornsby Karingai area than the Hornsby RSL. Whether you're planning a major event, dinner with family or friends or having a quiet night at your local, Hornsby RSL is the place to be. Rediscover what enjoying life is all about with regular weekly events, special entertainment and some of the best eateries in Sydney, we have you covered for a great night out. As always, drink responsibly. Support the club that supports. Come to Hornsby RSL at 4 High Street, Hornsby or get in touch on 94777777 and at hornsbyrsl.com.au. The Hornsby RSL, proud station sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM. Want to look your sporting best on and off the field? Then make sure you get kitted out with ISC Sport Teamwear. ISC Sport are Australia's leading name in custom sports uniforms with a wide range of sportswear tailored to your team's needs. 100% Australian-owned and fully customisable, ISC Sport cover all four winter codes and cricket, basketball, netball and hockey, as well as training and outerwear, ensuring you look the part when representing your community. As Don Rizzuto would say, look sharp and play pretty with ISC Sport. Visit their website, iscsport.com, for more information. ISC Sport, official clothing partners of Triple H 100.1 FM. Streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au. Looking for a fun night out with family and friends? Then come to the hidden gem in the Hornsby Coringai area, The Attic. Located inside Hornsby RSL, The Attic provides all the fun and excitement you can expect from a bowling and arcade bar in an intimate location that ensures a real gaming experience for everyone. With four 10-pin bowling lanes, Australia's first augmented reality bowling experience and a selection of traditional and custom-built arcade games, The Attic is the place to let your inner child run wild. So make sure you book your next night out at The Attic at 4 High Street Hornsby. Call them on 94777777 or book via their website at theattichornsby.com.au. The Attic, part of Hornsby RSL, station sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM. 